You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Well, I am on what seems a never-ending quest to find a good fruit and veggie supplier. And it's not the supermarket. I'm so sick of soft old apples and wilted lettuce on supermarket shelves. I'm hankering for a good, you know, a good farmer's market vibe, but that you can get every day, not just Saturdays, to get fresh produce into the house. I have tried, you know, the online companies, many of those who purport to pick it up fresh that morning and deliver straight to your door, but not great so far. Pretty average, to be honest. Not as fresh as you might have hoped. A bit hit and miss, and you know, it's inconsistent. You might get a dodgy bunch of bananas and a questionable cucumber, but your salad greens are okay. But, you know, it's consistency that I'm looking for. And we talk often, my husband and I, about growing our own. The problem with country living is that unless you've got a greenhouse or a raised covered veggie bed, you're going to get attacked by pests. My parents raised their veggie gardens on Waiheke. Uh, Then they put extra fencing around them. The rabbits still found a way in, whole family of them. Any rural veggie patch is usually taken over by small, furry, unwanted friends. I've tried pots, I've tried raised troughs, but I only managed to keep things alive and growing for a short time, and that's before we get to the elements. You know, a big gust of wind and some torrential rain makes sure anything you thought you might have hope in growing is decimated before you can say green thumb. I think the cost of veggies these days and the increasingly dodgy quality of them, you know, the combination of those two things, I think that only exacerbates our annoyance with them. You know, also having been in Australia, seeing so much bountiful fresh produce available and so much cheaper really makes you feel ripped off here in New Zealand. I mean, the things we do manage to grow at home are easy things like grapefruit and lemons and feijoas and figs and oranges and mandarins. I mean, they're all fantastic, but they require very little of us. You know, they grow in spite of us. Any veg or fruit that needs a lot of nurturing tends to become a full-time job, like my avocado trees which are yet to produce any fruit despite my determination to persist with them over the years. Uh, So I have a huge admiration for the growers who are doing it and doing it well, but it's just something happens between them harvesting it, which I'm sure when they do it's lovely, and it actually reaching us. You know, it's not exactly garden to table, is it? It's garden to storehouse, to conveyor belt, to bagging, to truck to more storage facilities, to supermarket fridges, to supermarket shelves. By the time you do all that, it's not surprising half the stuff you see on the supermarket shelf is virtually wilted before you've even driven it home and unpacked it. Anytime I raise this, people tell me, buy in season or grow your own or buy frozen. I mean, yes, you know, we can do all those things. I mean, yeah, the $20 a punnet blueberries I saw the other day are a joke and I'm not sure who's buying those. You can at least get decent strawberries, half-decent strawberries at the moment, for about a quarter of that price. But I just wonder why it's so hard to consistently get good produce, even when it is in season. When fruit and veggies were cheaper, you could understand people would be less fussy about it. But the way it's priced these days means you do feel bad if you've got to chuck out a very expensive old, you know, lettuce. Uh, You can see why people say it's hard and expensive to eat healthy. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.